You know, in the mastermind, we have uh, a tradition where in the beginning of the meeting, usually we share our wins of the week, celebrate. And leaders know how to do this. It's normal. It's common sense. But what I find is that in leadership, we're really good at accomplishing awesome stuff, right? We set aspirational goals that stretch us and we run after those goals and we achieve them. And then it's on to the next goal and the next and the next. And there's not a lot of slowing down and just taking stock of all the great stuff that we've accomplished. Now, I don't know if you need to hear this or not, but there's sort of uh, another thing that happens too when you're constantly running, running, running or slogging through the work. Now, it's great when you're achieving the milestones that you have set up, but there's a, there's a real problem when you ignore warning signs, right? Our bodies give us red flags. Our bodies communicate to us. And sometimes in life and leadership, we are leading and experiencing so much pain, yet we ignore it. But you don't have to, right? You have a choice and you can live and you can lead pain-free. So on today's show, my friend Claire Von Nesbitt joins me and she has a powerful story of getting in touch with herself, uh, finding the courage to make a choice, and and also the fruit of that choice then, which was living now her best two years of her life and completely pain-free. And so we'll share that in today's episode. Hey, it's Danny, and welcome to the Better Leaders, Better Schools podcast. This show is for ruckus makers, those out-of-the-box leaders making change happen in education. Thanks for being here. And let's pause just for a moment for a message from our sponsors before we get into the main content. Deliver on your school's vision with Harvard Certificate in School Management and Leadership. Learn from Harvard Business and Education School faculty in self-paced online professional development specifically designed for pre-K through 12 school leaders. Courses include... Leading Change, Leading School Strategy and Innovation, Leading People, and Leading Learning. Apply now for our February 2022 cohort at com slash Harvard. Better Leaders, Better Schools is brought to you by school leaders like Principal Gutierrez using TeachFX. Special populations benefit the most from verbally engaging in class, but get far fewer opportunities to do so than their peers especially in virtual classes. TeachFX measures verbal engagement automatically in virtual or in-person classes to help schools and teachers address these issues of equity during COVID. Learn more and get a special offer from Better Leaders, Better Schools listeners at teachfx.com forward slash BLBS. That's teachfx.com forward slash BLBS. All students have an opportunity to succeed with Organized Binder, who equips educators with a resource to provide stable and consistent learning, whether that's in a distance, hybrid, or traditional educational setting. Learn more at OrganizedBinder.com. Well, hey there, Ruckus Makers. I am super excited today to bring a friend along on the podcast that I met in a coaching intensive uh, where she she graciously and generously 
held space uh, for me to grow. And uh, I remember back then you mentioned, Claire Vaughn, that you wanted to, you know, stretch and be on more podcasts. And I said, oh, I have one. So I invited you here. Um, you're not new to me. You're new to the Ruckus Maker listening. So let's jump into a quick bio. Uh, Claire Vaughn is a transition pro having changed her whole life in less than two years. She loves deep personal work so she can serve her clients powerfully and go wherever they need and want to go. Claire Yvonne thrives in the land of duality, where we can have humor and be serious, be artistic and scientists, introverted and extroverted, and celebrating and integrating our unique wholeness. Before coaching, Claire was a senior level leader in the oil and gas industry for over 20 years where she was responsible for leading teams to solve and deliver complex technical work. She understands the challenges of working in a fast-paced, male-dominated, demanding technical workplace and has always been drawn to getting the best out of people, teams, as team lead and through organizational design. Claire Vaughn, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much, Danny. It's a delight to be here. Pleasure, pleasure. And, you know, the story where I want to start and where I want to invite, you know, leaders uh, and listeners, you know, to this experience with us, there was a moment where you are in your old job and you're stuck in pain, right? Mm -hmm. And you have an epiphany that you have a choice and that's where I want to set you up to take it over. Yeah. Um, gosh, I was a, a long, a long haul of feeling very stuck. Mm. And I'm on several years or a decade and some, if I'm honest. And the pain was gradually building over time, a bit like the metaphor of the hot frog and the the water that's heating. I didn't realize Mm. the pressure, the temperature was coming up and I was filling up with pain from literally sort of head to toe, or actually from toe to head, it felt like the other way around. And yeah, I didn't listen for a long, many, many years. I didn't slow down. I didn't stop. I kept going like many, many of us do. We we bulldoze over um, our body. I wasn't sleeping very well. I had back issues I'd had for like nearly two decades, like from literally from the lower back to my neck, migraines. I even had a sinus operation. Yeah, wrists and ankles aching, oh, like gut issues, skin issues. <laughs> <laughs> the list yeah. is quite extensive, but I just kept going and didn't, yeah, at that point, didn't think I had a choice. You know, I had to be successful. You know, I had all these, I should do this, I should do that, and was very much on that treadmill. And then I knew it wasn't, I wasn't right, and I knew I needed some help. And this was probably five years ago now. And I, a friend of mine, very good friend of mine, she started talking to me about coaching. I'm like, tell me more. I don't know anything about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and as she describes, like, I could do with somebody like that in my life. And she then recommended a couple of friends of hers who were, she trained with because yeah. she didn't want to coach me herself. And I had my first coaching conversation with this lady called Sally. And suddenly the lights came on. I'm like, oh, my goodness, I can do this differently. I can be different. And it started opening doors, including the following week, I had my end of year review with my boss. And I was for the first time ever able to communicate why I deserved the promotion that I hadn't received for three years, which was one of the Mm. frustrating pieces. And I then, without knowing it, two months later, got the promotion on the basis of that conversation. So 
that elevated me and we're then carrying on working with Sally as my coach to just, I say just, that belittles it, to find a new perspective, to realise I was a choice, to realise I didn't have to play the victim anymore. I could actually choose to be proactive and choose to do things differently. And actually at that point started to look after myself and make choices for me rather than for everybody else. Right, right. Uh, and it sounds well, like you said, working with Sally, the lights came on for you. And I think that's one of the most helpful things, you know, regarding coaching. There's a motivational speaker, Joel Weldon, but he said it's hard to read the label when you're inside the jar. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and like, I think that's part of what the coach does is like, I, I'm reading what's going on with you. You might not be aware, but, I, you know, it's really clear to everybody around you. I'm wondering if we could stay there a bit. I mean, you mentioned, you know, back, migraines, uh, skin, gut, like all sorts of issues that were, were going on with you and that you felt like you, you had to bulldoze through it, I think was the language you used. Uh, but, but what would you recommend to that ruckus maker listening right now? Maybe she is dealing with pain herself. And what would you like to say to her in this moment? It is possible to become pain-free again. I am now pain-free, pretty much 95% pain-free. So you don't have to believe the rhetoric that there's no other way or the only way is with painkillers. Or you don't, and you also don't have to do it on your own. I couldn't be pain-free without a lot of support from a lot of different people. So it's, it's ask for help, listen to your body, slow down. <laughs> And I know that sounds, I know that sounds a lot easier than it is in practice. And yet, how can we choose to put some space in our day to look after ourselves? Because a lot of people will realize if we empty our energy cup, then we don't we run it out for everybody else. Whereas if we our cup is full, we can then be there for be it our children or the children we're, we're working with um, or, mm-hmm. you know, anybody in our lives. And, and for some reason, society has it the other way around. If we take care of ourselves, it's selfish. But in that regard, we then run out of energy in our 40s. I mean, you look at the number of people in their 40s who have got back problems or, you know, suffering from anxiety or depression. And it's because we've been running the tank on empty for a number of years, if not a couple of decades. And it's time to stop filling that tank up. And that takes time. It takes effort. It takes energy and it takes support. And it's possible. I mean, I think that's the thing. There is a way out of it, which I didn't know at the time was possible. Yeah, we're not exempt from aging and what may come with that. You know, the, the body may break down a bit, but you don't have to you don't have to live with pain, you know, just because that you're giving it all at work. Right. And so uh, I'm hearing, you know, working with Sally helped you figure out the choice and that kind of thing. And and you mentioned filling your cup and energy and and all of that. So I'm just curious, you know, what are some of those things that work for you, right? That replenish that energy and helped you get to a place of being painless? Yeah, it's a great question. And it's a multitude of, of, of things. And one, one of them is sleep. I, I think sleep is massively undervalued. It, one, it's free. There are no side effects and it's available to everybody. Um, yet we so often choose other things other than over sleep, but that's actually the best thing we can do for pain is to invest in going to bed, leave, leave, any electronical devices in the hall, downstairs, not near the bedroom, 
turn them off an hour before bed. You know, we know these things, but they do actually make a difference. I now, I actually, for the last, coming up for two years, I've had no alcohol, no processed sugar, no caffeine, no cacao or chocolate. Now that sounds all quite extreme, doesn't it? And yet these stimulants, by taking them out of my system, mean I have to now listen to my body. So if my body's saying sleep, I have to go sleep because I can't, oh, I've had no painkillers either for two years. So not only am I pain-free, I'm not taking any painkillers. That's that's, uh, not why I'm pain-free. But I can't bury anything in my body anymore. I actually have to listen to it and give it some airtime, be that through journaling, be that with my coach, be that through walking in nature. Nature for me is really important. Mm. I used to do meditation to help. I used to, when I was, especially when I was still working oil and gas, I'd do 20 minutes of meditation before bed. And that kind of helped a little bit. Now I tend to walk and uh, like I'm a moving meditator. I'll I'll walk Mm -hmm. in nature and that brings my heart rate down. I can breathe through the pain. Breath is the other thing. Breath is incredibly powerful. A lot of us walk around and only use the top 10% of our lungs. We're kind of like, (laughs) (laughs) and there's something like starting to learn to access the the lungs and then also start to belly breathe to actually take in the oxygen we need to heal ourselves is another tool that we've forgotten, but is is with us and actually if I remember rightly it's that if you do a long exhale and a shorter inhale you're actually connecting the heart and the brain differently and calming down the nervous system and so it's a great way to calm yourself down using the breath yeah it sounds uh relaxing just hearing you describe it (laughs) (laughs) so I was I was right there with you in uh in in the forest taking a walk with uh Big, deep breaths, you know, that's something that I love to do as well. And my coach right now, you know, there's a couple of things he preaches, but like these, these sprints of work, you know, which I've understood and I've I've talked about on the podcast, I call it deep work. And he has me going in these uh, 90 minute blocks and then with a 15 minute break in between. But Mm -hmm. I, I share this just to plus one, everything you've said, because during those breaks, he forbids, right? Digital detox, like don't get on your phone and uh, meditate. If you want to meditate, move around, like just do anything that's not work and not tech focused. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, it's a challenge, right? Because uh, we get so addicted to these devices. You have a free moment and you just pick it up, you know, automatically. And so we really got to break ourselves um, from that. So anyways, I was there with you in the forest, which is just Thank lovely. You. Yeah. Hey, when you, when you started working with Sally, you know, it sounded like your friend, um, you know, introduced you who was a coach. And I think you, you mentioned how it was something in what she described, right? Like this was new, this was new to you mm-hmm. and I, you might not remember and that's fair, you know, but if you do remember, uh, what was it that, that she said about the coaching experience that you're like, right, okay, I should check this out. For, for, for me, it, it was around supporting a colleague in who wasn't performing into going into performing. And for me, coaching, now I understand it, is where are you now and where do you want to get to? And, you know, so much of sort of therapy is, is being in the past and, and going over that and huge amounts of value in that and yet at some point it's like okay I want to do something different and and a coach it's around oh there's hope 
oh, there's something different. Oh, I don't have to do it my old way. There's a different way. I'm a, I am a choice, really. How? So getting someone, a third party who's not a partner or a friend, who's going to ask you some of these questions or actually share some tools that will go, can have those light bulb moments. And then from, you can't go back on that, that once that lights on, you're like, oh, okay. And you might regress a bit, but then you'll remember again. And that, that energy's there with you. And it's super special. You're right about that. You know, I'm smiling just because, uh, I'm reliving some of those moments with, with leaders I support. Right. Mm. And just like you said, the light bulb when, Oh, there's a different way. And, and usually that's followed, you know, with, for me, like a big belly laugh, <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's just like, man, you, you don't have to do it that way. And when people finally are open to like, Oh, I could change. Right. And you, you had the power to do so like what a moment to live for. So thank you. Thank you for sharing that. I know you mentioned that, that you ignored, you know, the pain in your body for a while and that kind of thing. And and you explain now what you limit, the boundaries you have. And I think there's a lot of wisdom in your body that you're able to tap into uh, because you're able to maybe experience what's going on more clearly, potentially. But yeah, when it comes to like your body and the energy and the wisdom that's there, maybe what, what is in your heart and your soul. You know, and because mm-hmm. I think as leaders, like, I guess a better way of putting it, right? The ruckus maker listening, thousand balls they're juggling. The, the demands are quite high on, on a, you'll call it probably a head teacher. I'll call him a principal. And, and uh, they're just still slogging through, right? The work. Yeah. So I'm just curious what you've learned about tapping into that, that natural wisdom that we have inside of us. Yeah, I, I, it's almost like a lovely metaphor of our lives. It's almost like we've got a garage band going on in our head. You know, we've got the drums, we've got the electric guitar, we've got another bass guitar, we've got like someone's, and you just, there's just this cacophony. Yeah. And that's the to do list. There's <laughs> a continuum, someone knocking at the door. It's like, oh my goodness. And this wisdom is more like, a melody that's playing within us, Hmm. which when there's a garage band playing, it's very difficult to hear the melody. And yet that is where a lot of the wisdom is. So it's as you were describing earlier so beautifully that those 15 minute windows or even a two minute window or after work or before work is like to get 10 minutes or 10 minutes 10 minutes or 20 minutes to breathe, walk, slow down, to almost turn the volume down on the garage band. Mm-hmm. Breathe into and start to listen. Okay, what is my body telling me? Is it, you know, it might be your heart, it might be your gut, it might be like uh it might be your head as well, but it might be your entire physical body. It's like I am exhausted. And it's like, okay, I'm exhausted. What am I gonna do? And then it's like, okay, what do I really need? It's like almost like starting to ask yourself these questions and be brave enough to ask the questions and be brave enough to say, actually, I'm going to have to do something. I'm going to choose to do something different because otherwise we keep we keep with that garage band going. We can't actually hear what our body needs. 
And it's not just our body. It's almost like our whole system. It's the mind. It's our emotions. It is the mental body. And it's also our spiritual energetic body mm-hmm. that we're disconnected from as a community, as a society. And that's where the wisdom really lies. And that comes through our body, the body's intelligence, the physical body's intelligence of knowing not the head. The head gets in the way. The head comes in and goes, oh, no, we need to. That's the garage band. The head's like, oh, no, yeah. no, we can't do that because we'll let sense it down. Oh, no, we can't do that because otherwise they'll not do very well. And it's like, woof. So um, it's finding that your own in a, in a melody and being brave enough and courageous because this does take courage. This is not easy. And I is no way, shape or form trying to belittle the, how, how challenging this is. And yet we all can do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We start if we're brave enough and courageous enough to look courageous enough to look at these internal drivers and and pause for a bit. Speaking of pausing, I think this is a great spot to have a message from our sponsors. But when we get back, Claire Yvonne, I'd love to tap a little more into this idea of being brave and courageous. Okay, thank you. Get professional development without leaving your home. Harvard's online certificate in school management and leadership helps you establish your legacy and deliver on your vision for your learning community. Learn from Harvard faculty as you examine case studies of leaders in education and business. Since 2018, we're proud to have served over 5,000 school leaders from over 125 countries and 54 U.S. states and territories. We are honored to welcome you to our February 2022 cohort. Apply today at betterleadersbetterschools.com slash Harvard. That's betterleadersbetterschools.com slash Harvard. Are you automatically tracking online student participation data during COVID? Innovative school leaders across the country have started tracking online student participation using TeachFX, because it's one of the most powerful ways to improve student outcomes during COVID, especially for English learners and students of color. Learn more about TeachFX and get a special offer at teachfx.com forward slash BLBS. That's teachfx.com forward slash BLBS. Today's show is brought to you by Organized Binder. Organized Binder develops the skills and habits all students need for success. During these uncertain times of distance learning and hybrid education settings, Organized Binder equips educators with a resource to provide stable and consistent learning routines so that all students have an opportunity to succeed, whether at home or in the classroom. Learn more at OrganizedBinder.com. All right, and we're back with Clary Von Nesbitt, a transition pro and just an amazing coach and, and human being. I hope you've enjoyed her uh, story so far. Uh, we, we, we left off talking about bravery and, and courage. And I, I'm curious, Clary Von, you know, you also talked about like those brave questions you have to ask yourself too, right? When you're able to slow down and really start tapping into your body and heart's uh, wisdom. And I don't know that you have like a list of questions or any anything like that, but if this is the ruckus maker listening first time, like hearing, hmm, brave questions I need to be asking myself, what mm. what might that sound like? For me, it it's actually comes back. What makes me feel like it's the simplest? What makes brings joy into my life? What makes me feel happy? 
or what makes me feel expansive? And if the answer is I have no idea, then it's like, okay, how can I bring something into my life like once a day that brings me joy or makes me feel excited? And if that's when the courage comes in to actually go through with that, what that voice says, because sometimes it, so in my case, in the end, it was, it was around leaving my corporate job after 20 Mm -hmm. years. I knew it wasn't bringing me joy anymore. It was actually killing me. Then once I had the space, when I um, had quit that, I then, which was very hard to do. It was then I then decided to end my marriage after 20 years. That, it's incredibly hard, but I realized in the end I wasn't happy. It wasn't bringing me joy. But of course, going against the society of failed marriage and didn't try hard enough. And, you know, but it takes, am I courageous enough to do this? But we only have one life on this planet. And it's precious and amazing and stunning. And so when we do pause long enough to ask these questions, what's going to make me happy or the opposite, what's really pulling me down? You know, what is draining me? What is sucking the life out of me? And if then you feel contraction, it's almost like, oh, you know, that Sunday lunchtime feeling that I used to have, I'd suddenly start to feel anxious and like, oh, and I'd always say, what is that? And then I'd realize it was because I was going back to work the next morning Mm. on a Sunday lunchtime. Yeah. So the, the writing was kind of on the wall, but I did ignore it for many, many a year. Hmm. Yeah, I can, I can connect with that because I know uh, when I experience stress or there's uh, some big looming that I have to deal with, right? Like it shows up, it shows up prior to that moment and do you pay attention or not? And then, you know, what you're describing, the cycle of just kind of being sick during lunch, like, yeah, pay attention, pay attention. Huh. Well, my my, uh, my last sort of question regarding your expertise and your work, I, I'm wondering if if there's any any tips you might have for the ruckus maker listening who is considering, you know what, maybe I should reach out and get some coaching. And just any any wisdom that you'd like to share regarding finding finding the match, you know, or maybe personal, like how would you know Sally was right for you? But I, I'm yeah curious about that. Yeah. So it's like any relationship, you, you're looking for somebody that you get on with. Most coaches offer experience coaching, free coaching experience sessions. So you could have like 10 of them <laughs> with different people and get loads of awesome coaching and not actually take any of them on. And that's okay. And just, and, and so if you're looking for somebody that you really get a spark with, um, because it's a relationship like any relationship. And so, so that's, and, and look for, ask people for recommendations is a good thing as well as a starting point. Cause I've just got myself a new coach and I went to three or four people and said, is there anybody you would recommend? And then had like three or four conversations and, and you, so coming back to how do you know whether you've got the right person? It's for me, I got really excited and I really <laughs> like this expansive, like, oh my goodness, this is amazing. You know, right, that's right. what you're looking for. If it's like, oh, well, they sound okay, but no, no, no. Anyway, well, that energy is a contraction energy. So, you know, that's probably not the right person for you. Yeah. I'd also look for somebody that can fit with your times especially if you've got a lot going on. I mean, a lot of coaches will be flexible in times for you as well. 
and others won't. So, you know, again, you choose based on that that suits you, have the confidence to go, well, that isn't going to work for me, so I'll go elsewhere. Hmm. Actually, one more follow-up question. I'm curious if you had any sort of like money blocks because sometimes that is a uh, an obstacle to get your mind around, right? Absolutely. Because I, I remember the first time I invested in myself, like that <laughs> felt super scary. And I know the amount. And now like I spend 10 times that on myself. And it's like, okay. <laughs> so for me, this is around investing in yourself and you yeah. deserve to invest in yourself. Number one. Uh, number two, again, you only have one shot at life. How much is your life worth? What, what are your dreams worth? Because they're going to be worth a damn sight more than whatever this coach is going to cost you. So you're investing in yourself. It's not a bill. It's an investment. You're choosing life. You're you're saying to the universe, I care about myself. I am worthy to invest in. And then things start to open and support you because Mm. you're doing that. (laughs) And so and and so it's and so it is important to actually pay because you are transferring money from sort of one source to another and saying, here, universe, I'm investing in me. So please support me. And maybe it's that finding, getting that promotion, or maybe it's getting that new job, or maybe it's having the courage to change a relationship or have a conversation. And things suddenly start to line up. So I have spent tens of thousands of pounds dollars Mm -hmm. on myself to get pain free because I believe I am worth it. And I didn't used to think that I I, am with you. I didn't, you know, it's like, oh my goodness, I can't possibly do that. Whereas I now am the happiest I've ever been in my life. So good grief. How much is that worth? I've had two years. (laughs) I've had the best two years of my life, even with the pandemic. I've been traveling. I have been on my own. I've been having the best time because of this investments that I've been making and continue to make. Mm. So you are, everybody's worth it. And, you know, it's, yeah, it's almost like you, you've got a role model or not got to, it's too strong a word, but it's around choosing to role model how you want your children to be. You want them to value themselves. So therefore they're going to learn off you. If you don't mm. value yourself, then how will they learn to value themselves? So you're all, you're really role modeling. Okay, I'm investing in this because I am important. And then I can be the best person in the world for everybody else. Um, yeah. And it's yeah, tough. Well, it's a tough kick <laughs> to yeah. get over that hurdle. And it's worth it every penny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the ruckus maker list and certainly knows uh I say everybody wins when a leader gets better, everybody wins oh, when you get better. Absolutely. And so you know, that's what it's all about. Well, Claire Yvonne, you know, if you if you could put a message on all school marquees from around the world just for a single day, what would your message read? Gosh, I've I've kind of got you've got this. It's coming through. You have got this. You can do this. And if I had a second one, <laughs> it would be listen to your body. Trust your body. Listen, your body knows. Yeah, there's huge amounts of wisdom in our body and not in our in our mind. So those would be sort of you, you can do it and it's all in, in you. Great. And now for the last question I ask everybody, uh, basically, you can build your dream school. 
right? Mm. And you're not limited by any sort of resources, anything like that. The only limitation is actually your imagination. So how would you build your dream school and what would be your top three priorities? Dream school would really have some awesome woods next door or be in the woods as well. So you'd have some indoor space, but you'd have access to nature and you'd have lots of time outside in nature and playing. So it'd be nature. It would be fun and playful moving of bodies coming back to the body again but it's like the uh using and playing it with our bodies and in that way that includes creativity and keeping imagination going for as long as possible encouraging imagination there's an amazing book you've, i'm sure you've heard of it called mindset by carol dweck and all around the growth mindset. So it's around encouraging. So it would be encouraging everybody for the effort that they put in, not for the scores out of 10 that they get. And for me, that that is what I would love is that everybody gets an opportunity to play, create and learn the science, math, English, but in an in a open, creative way. Well, Claire Yvonne, thank you so much for being a part of the Better Leaders, Better Schools podcast of everything we talked about today. What's the one thing you want a ruckus maker to remember? Don't do it on your own. Ask for help because the strongest leaders always have a great team behind them. You're not alone. Thanks for listening to the Better Leaders, Better Schools podcast, Ruckus Maker. If you have a question or would like to connect, my email, daniel at betterleadersbetterschools.com or hit me up on Twitter at Alien Earbud. If the Better Leaders, Better Schools podcast is helping you grow as a school leader, then please help us serve more ruckus makers like you. You can subscribe, leave an honest rating and review, or share on social media with your biggest takeaway from the episode. Extra credit for tagging me on Twitter at Alien Earbud and using the hashtag BLBS. Level up your leadership at betterleadersbetterschools.com and talk to you next time. Until then, class dismissed. Mm-hmm.